Welcome to Divergent Insights. This episode is just a little bit different. This time we're going to backtrack. We just wanted to do a reintroduction episode for everyone. Um, We got a little bit of feedback. Everyone wanted to know a little bit more about us. So here we go. We're going to start off with introductions. I am the host, Rachel Johnson. I'm an RBT and also a parent of a child on the spectrum or that's autistic or that's divergent, (laughs) whatever is appropriate for you. And then um, my daughter is Asha, who is a... Hi. Oh, hi. (laughs) (laughs) Who is looking at me like, what am I doing? Look, I got distracted by a cat, okay? She's trying to drink an energy drink. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, I am the BCBA on this podcast. There you go. So both of us have uh, about the same amount of experience in the field. I've just been in, yeah, Yeah. around two and a half years, um, an RBT for that long. And Asha was an RBT for how many years? A year one, and a half? One, yeah, one and a half, and then uh, BCBA, and we have Jen. Yeah. Hi! <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, waving. Uh, no, uh, I wanted to ask you guys, like, I was over here, so why did you guys start in the field? I Like, we're, I guess we're taking time to backtrack, because last week we just kind of jumped the gun. You don't really know yeah. who we are or why we're in the field. We Sure, we have mm-hmm. family members or kids that are in it, but, like, what made us, uh, like say that this is it for us why are we going why are we choosing this profession and we don't want to just focus on aba which is applied behavior analysis right we want to focus on the whole community of like being neurodivergent or the term neurodiversity which refers to the whole population am i saying this okay guys okay i hope i'm not over talking but we want everybody to like be included in this this isn't just about ABA services or what you can get from ABA, but we want people to know that there is a science out there that can potentially help, mm-hmm. you know, um, but we also want everybody to know that we know that's not the only thing and right. we should always like want to, to be more, to do more and to like a- achieve more for like our kids, our siblings, mm-hmm. you know, our family members. So mm-hmm. I think before we were just kind of going down this road of ABA. That's why we changed the name. So you'll notice now it's Divergent Insights because we want it to be. Yes. Yeah. yeah, Thanks. I couldn't find my word. I have so many of them. Like I have like little squirrels in my head. So I'm like, like, uh, no, no. So, um, but I guess we want our audience to have a investment in what we're talking about. And if you don't understand what we're talking about, then what's the point of listening? Right. So we had some great feedback from friends and listeners. (laughs) Also Siri on my watch, apparently. Thanks, Asha. (laughs) Uh, So uh, yeah, we did. And they gave us some insights about what we could improve on and what they really loved. And we just went back to the drawing board because we wanted everybody to feel included. And we want everybody to know about this you know. And to learn a little something. Yeah, yeah. So, and we did have some like abstract abstract i'm laughing because asha's taking a picture of this cat (laughs) 
I'm obsessed. I know with you guys cat. don't know what's going on here. We're just a mess. We'll today. explain the cat in so, a little bit. Yeah, we will. <laughs> I but promise. This is not going to be our typical episode, as Rachel said. Like normally, we want to like tell you guys about a book or something that we've learned, and we'll normally have what the task list yeah. because we want to include professionals as yeah. well. Right. I think it's important for parents or those and, who want to yeah, be professionals. Yeah, that maybe want to you know, transition to the profession. Right. I haven't been doing this as long as Rachel and Asha, but uh, I have a child uh, mm-hmm. who's on the spectrum and or has an ASD diagnosis. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a million ways to say it. I'm just saying what I'm comfortable with. Yeah. No, like, offense attended to anybody. Yes. Um. So uh, I, uh, like, became passionate about it for that reason. Like, right. it was a labor of love for me. And I think, like, mm-hmm. a bit for you guys, too, as yeah. well, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And so, Jen, that leads into, you know, what you are, a mom and an RBT. Yeah. And what is an RBT? It's a registered behavior technician. So we are the ones that, like, if you you go to a facility where uh, applied behavior analysis services are Given. given to your child... We're the ones that are that are going to support the board certified behavior analyst, which mm-hmm. is what Asha does, yeah, right? Supervisor. Yeah. What do you do? What What would you tell a parent or somebody that didn't know anything about applied uh, behavior analysis? What so you do? usually, especially like when parents come into center, um, a lot of them just don't know what this field is, and so we kind of introduce ourselves and we're like, "Hey, like we're we are the BCBAs, so that stands for board certified behavior analyst. We are the people that will be overseeing." Um, your child's programs, your child's behavior intervention plans. Um, We assist the therapist with figuring out how to address their behaviors and how to be able to provide a replacement behavior and build their skills in language, build their skills in communication, and just overall help them get to the point where they need to be, which pretty much all the time is to be in school because they're not able to go to school without, you know, either getting overstimulated or they just don't know what to do or how to act in social situations and that's where they kind of need help so we're the we're the people that just kind of see over um everything and make sure that your kiddo is taken care of yeah and then we're the ones that implement that so yeah yeah we go in and we follow what the bcba uh writes out and we implement those targets throughout the day um and report back um and the BCBA does, uh, based off of the evidence, because it's a science. Yeah. Sure, yeah, it's evidence-based. So yeah. I think that's really important people to understand. And just because it's evidence-based, right, it doesn't mean, like, um, like whatever you're implementing is, like, the end-all, right. be-all. Mm-hmm. Like, there's right. always room for improvement. Because oh, yeah. with science, we go back to the drawing board all the time, right? right. We have our hypothesis. Like, we we're always, testing our hypothesis, yeah. and if it doesn't work out, we go back. And we try again because it's yeah. an applied science. Yeah. So I just I think maybe our audience would understand the applied like science. Like you you don't hear that like you yeah. hear applied behavior analysis and how many people give you like a look. Yeah, yeah. you're like but what? yeah they don't know. What <laughs> like I get a credit. They're like oh like that sounds nice, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, yep. that. No, yeah. When you explain um, to anyone what you do, uh, it doesn't match to what. <laughs> you what it sounds like honestly um but so that's who we are that's who each of us is and we can go into um like aba what is aba Okay, I guess we kind of started a little bit on it but yeah. maybe Asha could get, like you probably have more experience in like 
family trainings. I'm not trying to make you feel awkward. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put her on no the spot. Problem. She's not trying, but she is. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, give me a second. Okay, well, I guess, like, as a parent, uh, oh, I said like again. Please excuse me. Um, as a parent, when I when I came in, I wanted to know like what these services were that were gonna happen for my son, and I wanted to know everything about it. And um, I like I understood it like, gosh, this was a science that was going to like help my son um, be able to be like with his peers yeah. um and be able to socially engage with people yeah and be accepted on, yeah. and be accepted and as he's gotten older i want to say i now feel comfortable saying like well what about some people learning to be comfortable with some of the things right. that he does yeah you know so i think it's changed even in the time that uh, my son has, you know, been going through and this. it's been so short, that yeah. amount of time. But um, you hear applied behavior analysis, and it's this scary, like, mm. term, and you're like, well, how do I involve myself as a parent, or, like, how do I, like, advocate for my child? Yeah. So, um, what, like, I, what would you... I get your question. Yeah. <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. I mean... What would you tell someone? Yeah, I would... I, I'm I a would parent say... who said, like, hey, like, I don't really like where the programming is going or, like, what it, like, what does that mean, like, as far as your practice? Like, how would you change your practice or how would you, like, take a look at... I, I'm trying to... There's a lot of different questions that she just asked me. I know. I did. I asked you <laughs> a bunch of all. stuff. Actually... I got it. I got so, it. Go ahead. Yeah, I got this. Okay. We're going to start with AB. Go for it. <laughs> Go. So, um, a lot of the time people think just like ABA is just for, um, you know, people or kids, um, or like just everyone that's diagnosed right. with ASD. And it's really not, um, part of what I did in my master's degree was applying ABA to competitive athletes. So a lot of the time people have that misconception, um, that it's just to help kids, um, adjust to their social, you know, situations and stuff. It's really not, um, we're not magicians as BCBAs. I mean, we might be, but we're technically not, according to our license. Um, so a lot of the times what we're doing in ABAs, we're just analyzing human behavior. We're analyzing what people do on the daily. We're looking at what, um, what, in, their, what in their daily routine or in their daily life um, are they doing in social context, in like maybe they have, you know, issues with like, for example, athletes, I work a lot with athletes or I'm around athletes all the time. So, um, a lot of the time it's like, what are these athletes doing that they can't hit their, you know, personal records, they can't hit over their personal records. So we're the people that go in and we analyze their behavior. What in their behavior are they doing that could possibly change? So this field is really all about finding alternative methods to, behavior finding replacement behavior something that can replace their current behavior to help them succeed in their end goal so we're changing behavior to adjust their adjust to their environment or adjusting the environment to help suit the behavior yes. so that's that's in a nutshell what we do in this field is that that is what ABA is we're just looking at behavior we're not changing the person we're adjusting their behavior to fit the environment or adjusting the environment to fit their behavior whichever is more feasible and you know helps the situation more oh that was really yeah. nice yeah. that was very eloquent like yeah, you did such a you. good job yeah. no cue applied no. should they edit a pod please <laughs> 
<laughs> um, no, I love that. Like, I com like completely like didn't even think like this applies to not just like yeah. humans, but yeah. all organisms. Like, yeah. this can be applied to animals. And you see it a lot of time. In my lap. You see into workplace because we do think ABA autism and that's yeah, not yeah, what it is like there's is. so much more to it yeah. organizational you have yeah. it at an organizational level like there's yeah. organizational behavior management yeah. like just looking at organizations and how we can uh better shape the behavior of the organization as a whole to improve the quality of work life like yeah. place so we can talk about obm with sally Yes. Sally on here. Oh, Probably yeah. Oh. That'd be cool. Y'all yes. will get a different perspective with her. She amazing. So, yes. <laughs> also with animals. And, I mean, it's all around. It's in everything. Yeah. But that is the gist of what ABA is. Also, we will be doing, like, a book review. Um, Sometimes. Sometimes not. But... It'll be a surprise we, to you. We... <laughs> We typically want to do a book review. Um, there are so many books out there, and to be able to recommend books to parents or to the community to learn more about it um, would is just one of our goals. Uh, we did our first book review last time. We have another book coming up, and we're just going to be consistent as possible with that. Also, we're going to do a task time, um, task list time. So what that entails is Asha will be speaking about one of the task list topics and from the website. Oh, yeah. Sorry. No, I'm sorry. I thought you were giving me to so, start talking. Asha is so destructive. We have a cat in here. It's a okay, kitchen. Okay. okay. But let me explain why the cat is in here. So a couple of weeks ago, I rescued a kitten and she is so cute. And now she lives with Rachel. And so now, whenever we record, I get to see this kitten, and she is literally curled up in a tiny little ball on my lap, just, like, sleeping and purring, and it's so adorable. And I just can't stop. Okay, anyways, so the task list, <laughs> so the, the task list is, um, it's, um, it's kind of like our criteria of stuff that, you know, the BCBAs um, need to know in order to be able to fully do their job and so this is kind of what we go by um usually when it before a supervisee or an rbt test the supervisee is just a rbt who's trying to get their bcba credentials right um before they test we tell them you need to be able to know everything on this task list um so that you are ready and prepared for the exam everything on that task list is what they score you on for the exam so basically this is what you need to know in order to get your credentials um, so for the people who are wanting to become professionals in this field, even if you're not wanting to become a BCBA and you're just starting as an RBT, it's good information to know because these are things that we use on the daily. Like we talk about behavior, we talk about antecedent behavior consequence, graphs, um, we talk about everything on that task list pretty much on the daily or on the weekly. Yeah, um, sure. Even if you're an RBT in supervision with your BCBA, like they are going to mention it some way or another. I always do, and my RBTs are always like, why, why, why are you talking about... And then I have to explain to them. So it's just something that's good for everyone in this field to know. Even if you're a parent, like, it's good to know. That way you kind of have an idea of what the BCBA is talking about, too, and you guys can all communicate that and bounce ideas off of each other, especially when creating the kids' programs, because we want to include the parents. Um, so being able to have that information might better help you to create goals and programs for your kids that will benefit them in the long run 
in all areas because you have the parents, the BCBA, the RBTs, all in one, all on one page. So that's pretty much. Yes. And then there's also <laughs> a task list for RBTs as well. That's right. Um, so there's a task list for supervisees who are RBTs that want to become mm -hmm. a BCBA and or are working towards being a BCBA. And then there's a task list for, for, for um, RBTs. Yes. So that's what we'll be covering. And then we'll have a spotlight time. So our spotlight time will be something in the community. Um, we're trying to find things that are nationwide, but sometimes it'll just be local. Um, so um, the one that I wanted to go over this time is is put on by what go ahead what is local like local for us is oh yeah san sorry, antonio just, texas sorry. i just, just assume so, everybody knows yeah, where we're at no yeah um we're in san antonio texas so it's a big place but it's a nation's eighth biggest city i want to say yeah. so military um, city yeah absolutely so USA. i just wanted you guys to know where we are when we say locally for us but we want to like we endeavor to like you know encompass the nation like rachel said but sometimes it might just be local yeah and the reason why we wanted to do this is because, like, as a parent or someone in the community, as a parent, just in general, um, you're so busy and you don't have time to be researching and trying to find different uh, things to do with your mm -hmm. kid, especially if they're um, either special needs or on the spectrum. You Your time is consumed by t meeting their needs. Yeah. And then... If you're in the community, you know, say you're working and you want to help out or reach out or do anything in the community, um, and this is one of the things that you might be interested in, then, you know, it would be a great opportunity. So pretty much every one of the spotlight um, items that we have has an opportunity for outreach or volunteering or anything like that. So the one that we're going to announce is called is put on by Any Baby Can, but it's Any Baby Can SA. So their website is uh, any a n y baby can sa dot org. Um, they are putting on a, this is their eighteenth annual um walk for autism. For some reason, well, probably COVID, but <laughs> last year they weren't able to put on their walk. So this is their reconvening, and this is their 18th annual one. It's April 2nd. It's going to be from 8 a.m. to 1230, and it's at Texas A&M University, San Antonio. So if anyone is wanting to participate or to volunteer, um, you can sign up by going to their website, anybabycansa.org, and... Um, they do give some pretty good information on there about, um, what was I talking about? How many in oh, yeah, the statistical yeah. data? It does give you a little rundown. It's really nice. Um, about how many in oh, our county. Talking about the prevalence yeah. in mm -hmm. Bear County. Yeah. Bear County is our county. Specifically. Yeah. But I think like you will be able to draw out the statistics. Like yeah. there'll probably be links because any baby can is like. Big, yes. big. So um, they break it down demographically, which is really nice yeah. because based on your demographics, your uh, prevalence yeah. uh, will be different. Our nation, we were just talking earlier, our national average, like for the prevalence of ASD, 
um, as of, what was it, 2021 was 1 in 44. But that's yeah. just an average. Every county is going to vary. Yeah. You're going to see yeah. different statistics based on access to resources, which is really important thing mm-hmm. too. Yeah. But yeah, that's great. And they give you the numbers of like, and so it's, I think it was like 30,000. Oh, okay. Yeah, something like that. Um, they do give you a breakdown of how many um, are diagnosed in San Antonio or in the Bear County region. To, so basically, um, it's increased and they do go over how um, how much it's increased. And you pretty much know someone or someone that ha- is yeah. associated with someone that has a diagnosis. So, sure. so yeah, that's what we wanted to do. Do we say the dates for it? The dates for the walk? April 2nd. Okay. 8 to 12.30 in the morning. Yes. And it's really nice. A lot of... Well, I've been to one and they didn't do like big... I'm sorry. Go ahead. (laughs) Location. Texas A&M, San Antonio. All right. I'm done. Thank you, Asha. Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) Thank you for that. (laughs) Um, I think that... The last time I went, they didn't have anything um, super loud. Uh, they didn't have like a, you know how sometimes like at these con- at the walks they have like concerts or they have like mm-hmm. light bands, loud music, yeah. Yeah. like yeah. it's that over simulation yeah. that can be really hard cool. for people who yeah. have some neuro differences or sensory yeah. differences. They didn't have like the those um, the loud uh, really like noisemakers really? or anything like oh. that. They had like pom poms. That's so uh, yeah. cute. <laughs> it was really cool. You can hear, but <laughs> it was really, it was really. I can hear it in my head. Pop. <laughs> yeah, it was really cute. So we will see y'all next week, um, and we will be reviewing a book next week and back to everything. But we just wanted to go ahead. <laughs> raising my hand I just wanted you guys to know that we're going to provide resources on our um podcast so you can access our Instagram our Facebook our mm-hmm. LinkedIn um we want you guys to reach out email us yeah, with messages. questions yeah. message us like ask us questions or if you're curious about something we would love to have that dialogue with our audience if you want to know things or you want us to discuss something we're very interested in hearing people's thoughts and opinions yeah so please we are open to anything that's kind of what this whole podcast is about is to accept everyone and hear everyone's ideas because yeah. if you don't hear ideas even if they're different from yours then like how What's can you point? grow yeah. yeah so that's what we want this to be like everybody coming to together to like better understand uh like neurodiversity and also people who are neurodivergent i want you to go over that before we end this oh being neurodivergent and the neurodiverse Mm -hmm. like the vocabulary and why it was chosen um okay so we were looking for something because we just keep hearing like children on the spectrum and it's not just that like there it encompasses a wide variety of people who don't look at things or think about things the the same same way that like your typical person you hear atypical and typical and um i guess that's really a sciencey kind of word but neurodivergence is just that like broad spectrum of like different ways that you can think about things it's so like it's inclusive like different like brain functions like uh how you think and how you look at the world might be different you know from somebody who has like neurotypical function am i doing this the right way yes. am i explaining yeah. it the right way so you hear these 
neurodivergent and neurodiversity like used kind of interchangeably but it's not like that neurodiversity refers to all of us as like living organisms we all are neurally diverse because we think about things differently like Rachel is Rachel Asha thinks about things differently than Rachel's Jen does but I think one of the biggest things we always hear is like um like people are on the spectrum or who are neurodivergent like you get like grouped into this like set of like criteria uh this is what it looks like and Mm -hmm. like I don't know how many times I've heard for like my son like he doesn't seem autistic but the idea look yes (laughs) but you have so many kids like that like even even some of my kids are you know they don't look like that like they don't seem like that if you were to meet them on the street you would probably think oh, and yeah, how are they're... they supposed to look i just yeah that's the thing. yeah no like... like i feel like we need to have these hard conversations of yeah. like like i and this isn't just like your average joe you're like oh that's yeah. somebody who's not educated no i've had doctors yeah there's say, just so many stereotypes there is and it's it. what we expect it to look like or what we expect it to be and neurodivergence just means we think about things differently or we have like different needs like um, it's a wide umbrella of different patterns of neurological thinking. It's just yeah. your, like you think about things differently. Like when I ask my son, like, uh, what do we see with? He says binoculars. That's so That's smart. Like mostly like people would say like, my eyes, eyes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like so just that's just a, a rudimentary well, like example yeah to him or you know or as um, my kids would say glasses yeah, yeah let's not like make assumptions and that's part of like what we're like discussing with neurodivergence is like what does a person look like if you've met like one person who's like neurodivergent you've met that single person yeah, yeah. so there's you know you know that one person. He doesn't like represent the whole population, or she doesn't represent the whole population. No, so there's one... some commonalities. There are, yeah. But everybody is different. Yeah, but also there, like you can think of it in simplistic terms too. Like an RBT might, you know, especially like working with kids. Like an RBT might see something differently, and they may they may be like, "Hey, this kid's programming is this," and then the BCBA will look at it and be like, "But there's this and this and this and this that we're all looking at." So there's different perspectives on things. There's different ways of seeing things because we were all either raised differently, trained differently, education is different. We it like everyone has their own way of doing things. Yes. Not all professors teach the same, so we're always going to learn something different. Like we pick up on things even athletes aren't trained the same like what if we like accept everybody's thoughts and ideas and see like you know it from everybody's view so it's about (laughs) (laughs) idea no way (laughs) no just like no yeah yeah like everybody like you know should be heard yeah Yeah. it should be it should be an exception and especially those people who are neurodivergent we want to hear like your thoughts and ideas because i think like we have all Mm -hmm. these people talking about neurodivergence and like why don't we include the people like they're just kind of like sitting there like oh like i like my turn to talk like from you people who are like you know uh neurotypical i think it would be really nice to like you know and hear from people who want to talk about things or um so yeah i agree all right so that is us and we will be back next week 
yes, possibly more organized. Totally. <laughs> please, we always wish please that. Please give we us grace. Yeah, just uh, give us time. We'll get there. This <laughs> isn't going, like, we're, we're doing this our, this no. podcast ourselves. No, don't give us grace and we're give us time. We're going to be saying that. Jen will say that every time. Constantly <laughs> distracted. I just want everyone to know. I am always distracted. And for those of you that are going to ask about this cat, we will post a picture. Okay? Yeah. Oh, we sure, will. sure. I will make sure you have reference of how cute this kitty is. <laughs> See how this just went away from what we were trying to do. We're trying to wrap up everything. Get out of here, you guys. So, um, 24-7 distraction. What literal job as a BCBA is to multitask. I'm thinking about 20 different things in my head right now. <laughs> But do thank you for your patience as we learn and grow. We hope that you'll be excited about growing with us. I know I'm really excited. This is new for all of us. We're learning how to do a podcast, how to edit. So like I said, just give us grace. And I probably will say that every time. (laughs) Take care. Uh, Cue exit music.